the root of all excellence. I'd like to welcome everybody to the root of all excellence. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Um, so, how has everything been, Mariah? I mean, we kind of, you know, we, we kind of missed a week, so. Yeah, it was kind of busy. Uh, yeah, how was it, uh, like, for you doing this week? Not bad. I got my um Christmas decorations up. Yeah. You, which I'm excited about, feeling very festive. Okay. Yeah, my inside decorations, my tree, my stockings. Yeah. Some garland. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I feel like it just sets a, a mood. It like does. A, for real. It really does. It's a vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Walking through the hallway, just lit up and uh-huh. you know ornaments. So, orna- ornaments. Yeah, I love ornaments. Yeah, yeah. So they make me happy. You have ornamented up our crib. Yeah. Well, part of it. I think it's like a a little splash. Okay. I don't think I overdid it. No, definitely not. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. Anything else that was, like, exciting? Like, during the time span in which, like, we kind of missed a week? Um, no. Not that I could think of. Okay. What about for you? Um, I to be honest, mm-hmm. I don't remember any of last week. None of it? None of it. You went out. Oh, right. So, uh, me and Rashad, mm-hmm. you know, kind of went and mm-hmm. hung out. So, I mean, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think um, in the environment, I kind of like it, man. Um, I didn't want to, to be honest. You didn't want to like it? I didn't want to like the environment as much as I like it. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to just be like, okay, nice, whatever, you know, it's cool for, no, like, I love that place. What? Why you don't just want to, like, have happy experiences? No, I just think my expectation of it wasn't going to be, like, what it is. And so every time I go, like, it's, like, better and better. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? I see. So, um initially i went there with like okay this this is cool this is all right mm-hmm. and then the second time i went it was like yo we gotta come more often mm. and then the third time i went was like i need to be here every day <laughs> let me so, get a membership so yeah <laughs> um we even kind of like was like yo how much does it cost to be in the glass room <laughs> so um yeah that was dope uh um and other than that, like I really don't. It kind of flew by, kind of fast for me. Yeah. Yeah. This week. This week did go by fast. So, um, I just been kind of like zoned out, focused. Mm. Um, kind of figure everything, trying to figure everything out for the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about doing podcasts while we out there? Um, maybe. Right. Maybe. I think it. there's a lot. Uh, like, I feel like there's a lot that's going to be happening. Yeah, too much probably. But then Low I key. feel like it's like, okay, maybe one thing a day. That's not too bad. No. But then you still have like the kick it time. Right. The resort time. Right. You kind of want to experience everything without. Without. Um, but I think 
we're probably going to get together and talk anyways. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. We will see. We'll see how it feels. It'd probably be more like a casual chit-chat. Okay. I think more so than like a, you know. Like a like a podcast. Right. Right. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm kind of excited about that, you know. Do you want to? Like, do you want to pack all the stuff? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I don't. That's the part. You got to pack it. Right. And this packing stuff is like overrated, man. Mm, I think the worst part is unpacking from a trip. Trip is over. There's no excitement. There's nothing. Now I got to put this stuff away. Right. Oh, a not unpack for years. Uh, no, no, you can't do that. But, <laughs> but I get it. Like, I get it. <laughs> Just throw the whole suitcase away. It's not, nah, man. We can't do that, but I get it. Mm-hmm. That's my least favorite part. Yeah. Unpacking. Unpacking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean. Um, but I don't mind packing because there's that excitement of about to go somewhere. What am I going to wear? Well, for me, um, packing is, you don't want to, I, I like to forget things. Oh. Like the one thing that. Oh, man, I should have brought that. Uh, I'll forget. So uh, I try to pack early to prevent that. Just make a list. Yeah, I'm not really good at lists. Lists make a whole difference. I might forget to put it on the list. You might forget to put it on the list, but if you do your list early enough, right? Right. And you go through your list like five, six times. Okay. It's not likely that you're going to forget it. Right. If you have every, like, a actual packing list. Right. Not just a what am I going to wear list. Right, okay. Because you need the extras, like the toiletries, the phone charger, and all that stuff. Right. So, yeah. Maybe I'll do that now, then. Maybe. Maybe so, yeah. do it tomorrow. Yeah, get it done and try to see if I can make sure I don't forget nothing this time. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. It's coming excited. up. Excited. Christmas coming up. Yeah, Christmas is coming up. Okay. Trip is coming up. I got to get my nails done. Yeah. Hair done. Yeah, and then we got, like, other things we probably need to do before we um go on the trip. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, Let's get into it. All right. Let's get into it. So, like, um... First of all, um, I want to say welcome home to Brittany Griner. She is currently free right now, right? I don't know if she's free, but I know she's back. She is back. Yeah, man. So, you know, um, now I know that, like, like, when something like this happens, you don't just, like, go home. Right. Right. So they have to make sure that whatever went on over there, that you're good, right? How do they do that? Um, I'm pretty sure it's some type of briefing. Oh. Right. Yeah. You just can't be locked up in Russia mm-hmm. for almost a year mm-hmm. and then come back and they just be like, ah, right, you can go to your house now. No. Right. They have to like debrief you, make sure or brief you, make sure. Like, um, they didn't put a chip in you or something. No. Or, Turn or, you into a spy. Right. Or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How are you mentally? 
I don't know if they really check that. What? Mentally. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a part of the entire process. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I think it should be, but I don't know that it necessarily is. That's the easy part. I mean, don't nobody get checked mentally when they get out of prison. That's prison, though. And that's prison here. Right. They don't right? care. That's prison here, though. Hmm. We're in prison. You're in prison in Russia. Mm-hmm. And we understand that America and Russia is not not that cool. Right. Right? They low-key, like, beefing. Yeah, I just wonder what the process would be, because... So, I mean, I don't really know. Uh, I don't think it's a way that we could find out completely. I mean, she might do an interview or something. Somebody might ask her. Yeah, later. but I don't think even she would be able to tell us everything. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. So, um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure, like, they're gonna, there's going to be a process in which, like, for a couple of days, they're going to, like, you know, they might be treating her good. She might have wings or something. I don't know. In a hotel somewhere. Yeah. You know mm, what I'm saying? Maybe. Maybe. But, I, I mean, I just sent her home. I seen she cut her hair. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like low or what? Yeah, like a like a buzz cut a little bit. Oh, like shaved it off? Yeah. So she had dreads. And, Recent? Like, yeah. yeah, like when she was over there in jail. Oh, maybe they did. Maybe. But also, I, I think I might have read something where the lawyer said she, she cut her dress from, like, uh, to stop freezing. To stop freezing? Yeah, because every like time the... she take a shower, her oh, hair be wet. It's wet. Yeah. And get it chill and, you know. Oh. Uh, um, it might have not been the best conditions. Right. So. I could see that. I, I didn't see she cut her hair. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I don't think I paid much attention, though. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's pictures where you can see, like, I mean, any more dreads. Uh, chop. Yeah. Big chop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you, like, um, like hearing the news, mm-hmm. it was, like, breaking news. It was out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it? Mm-hmm. I think it was just like, oh, okay. Like how did this work? Y'all just swapping, swapping people. Real talk, like like who they swap her for? That's what I was thinking. Like, right? Who's this guy? What did he do? Right? Was he in jail for marijuana too, or what he was in jail for? So, right? Had to do a little digging. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Victor. 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 Victor Bout. Like that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it worked out for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, I think he had been over here for like years. Oh, really? Yeah, he got locked up like in the early two thousands. So he probably wasn't getting out no time soon either. So wasn't he like arms dealer? Yeah, arms, arms dealer. dealer. But more than that, like I think he was an arms dealer to us. Oh, and from Russia. Yeah, and he was like, I mean. I forget his nickname. I forget his nickname. But, like, what he mean to Russia, especially during wartime, is something different. Uh, um, it was like a chess piece. 
Yeah, you know, so hmm. his nickname is the Merchant of Death. Oh. That sounds intense. Right. So you can only imagine like what kind of dude this is, especially during wartime that um The Merchant of Death. How valuable he is. Yeah. Did you see the handoff? I think I saw a picture of it. Oh man, it was dapping this dude. Like he was like you know, like family. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I missed him. Right. Like he was real family. Uh, so yeah, I mean, um you can kinda understand that he's valuable to Russia. Yeah. Um So that I mean that was just like interesting. See it's like it's like some movie shit. Yeah. So and the publicity around it is, I think that's the different part, right? Because you said this happens all the time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever noticed. Or paid they make attention. swaps and stuff like this all the time. Where they, they'll make a deal to get someone out of, out of prison, like, abroad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, um, but this was like some movie, helicopter, hopping out the plane. Mm-hmm. You get your people, We, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some movie stuff. I'm like, like, hmm. wow. Um, for me, yeah, I love the fact that she's free. Um, I felt like she shouldn't have been in jail in the first place. I felt like it was a, like a pawn that they used in order to maybe get Victor. the, the merchant of death mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but maybe that was like the strategy that was taking so long because maybe they didn't want to give up the merchant of death. Probably for her. And this is where I started to feel like um, conflicted. Okay. Right. Um, This nigga is the merchant of death. Right. We got to send her back. Yeah. Not even like Shaka nobody. Just a center. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Does she even play anymore? You know what I, I mean? I don't, right. And the trauma that, of that. How does that look? Right. Right. Does this affect how she play? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, also, um, me being a veteran, uh-huh. I understand there's a lot of POWs locked up in Russia. Mm. And so... To like look beyond them, right? For her, right? Um, when you probably could have did like, you know, like an NFL draft trade or some more. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. I give the merchant of death for Brittany three POW POWs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something like that. Maybe that's what was taking so long with the negotiation. Maybe we don't know what really goes on behind the scenes or something like this. Right. What they were trying to do, what they right. were trying to get, right? Who was holding up what? Right. Yeah. I kind of knew. I ha- I kind of had a hint that she was going to be free because at some point they had like lost her. They lost her. Yeah. Like so. So it was a point where, um, it had came out like like they had lost her. Hmm. Like they don't know where she's at. That's weird. And then she had popped back up. Like, here I go. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. It's just in her I'm like, yo, why is it? Why is it all this stuff going on? Yeah. Maybe they kind of figuring it out. Right. So I think that's probably, you know, they, they kind of gave me a hint that she was 
something is happening. Right. Like something is in motion. Right. Um, yeah, but other than that, you know, um, number one, I felt like we got cheated on this trade. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that. Happy for her. Yeah, I'm glad that she's home. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, a lot of people, as far as, far as like the entire sports community, mm-hmm. is definitely glad that she's home. And, yeah. Uh, Brittany Griner was somebody that uh, I used to watch before she came to the NBA. She was dunking. Where you was watching her at? I think she played for Baylor. Oh. Let me Google that because I don't want to be wrong. Okay. Yeah, Baylor University. Okay. So, um, Baylor, and it was always, and she was like viral early on YouTube because she can dunk. Mm. And not like Lisa Leslie dunk. I'm talking about two hands dunking. Hmm. Catching alley oops. Right. So, Definitely impressive, you know. Um, um, so yeah, you know, uh, shout out to her. Hope that, um, everything works out. Hope that nothing like, you know, too traumatizing has happened. And maybe she'll go back to basketball, maybe not. She's still pretty young as far as like a basketball player. Um, it's just hard to say, like, how you gonna feel. Right, and I know this is this is gonna affect like as far as you know um, her basketball career, mm. um, because you're not going over there to play again. Right, and um, you shouldn't. Right, and also, um, you know, she's gonna have a book deal in the movie. Mm. So maybe. So um, this may change the trajectory of her career. Yeah. And there's a lot of attention and popularity that happened from this. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Like right. a lot of attention to her specifically. Because, you right. know, like the WNBA isn't really like a real popularized sport in terms of like support. that it Right. Gets. But it is connected with the NBA. And I think because of that, it's going to get like a push. We can expect like eight interviews to come later. Yeah. I'm so. Sure. Especially if she go back to playing. She's going to be sitting down with like Gail mm-hmm. or somebody. She might even get Oprah. Oh, definitely you mm-hmm. might get Oprah. Yeah. That would be dope though. I'm sure Oprah will come. And also she's going to be like, like queen of all the gay people. Queen of gay people. Queen of LGBT. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to like, they're going to take this. Mm. You know, and host it up. Maybe. Um. So I mean, I'm just uh, honestly glad that she's back. And uh, yeah, I can honestly say, like, not not hating on her. Like, I'm glad that she got this and got this opportunity. Definitely, but man. I and there's, if, there's, I felt the way like when it first happened. Like, but I also think like there's a lot of people that are locked up abroad. Oh, definitely. That, um, a lot of POWs that don't. It's not going to get a chance because they're not a center. Right. And they don't have like the followers. Right. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like you don't have the celebrity. So but the reason why you over there in the first place is. 
You know what I mean? Right. It ain't because you want to play sports. Right, right, right. You was like serving your country. Right. So, yeah, definitely. But I, I don't know. So it's just a, you know, it's a lot of people that get locked up abroad. So, yeah. But I'm glad there's progress. We could see that. Right. There's hope. Hope. Yeah. And we got to just stay in, t- like, stay tuned in to see, like, what comes of this. I'm excited to see, like, what, if she come back to the WNBA, what I know, like, I would be. I'm scoring 60 a game. Yeah. I'm scoring 60 a game. Mm. Y'all just try to lock me up? They did lock you up. No, like, for nine years, though, they try to, like, put her away. Yeah. And you get this chance? Mm-hmm. I'm scoring 65 points a game. Maybe. A game. Or you may be traumatized and you don't want to play no more. It's, just po- it's possible. You know what I mean? But if I'm not traumatized, 12 dunks a game. Hmm. That's something. Something crazy. Yeah. But I hope she does well. I hope yeah. she's okay. And shout out to her. Yeah. So, you know, um, just to kind of pivot here. Pivot. Our boy. Your boy. No. R. Me and you? Our homie. Our homeboy? Yes. Van Jones. We like Van Jones. We did. He was on the vision board and everything. Vision board Van Jones. He was. Went to see his speech. Went to go see Van Jones. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. That money... That Jeff Bezos gave him. Oh. <laughs> has turned this nigga out. I don't know what happened. Uh, excuse me. Um. So recently, he had a speech in which he apologized to Jewish people. On behalf of black people. This nigga's scared. But I don't know what the apology is for. We ain't do nothing. This is what I'm saying. So, of course, um, he's running with the narrative of like, you know, Kanye anti-Semitic. Um, Kyrie is anti-Semitic. So, you know, the black community is not going to come out. And apologize. So let me say it for them. Well, there. So these are two black individuals. Individuals, right? Yeah, one of them is a uh, schizophrenia. I think he's bipolar. Bipolar schizophrenia. I don't think he has schizophrenia. I think okay. he's bipolar. Okay, bipolar two. Okay. Um, but I feel like they got the right to their opinion. Yes, and just by the way, like, um, I just don't think they said anything to, like, slander Jewish people. Maybe they might have said something that might have been offensive. Kanye's definitely, like, gone left on the offensiveness. This nigga is kamikaze mode. I don't know what he's talking about. This nigga about. is on kamikaze mode. I, I mean. This whole, like, loving Hitler shit. Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, you lost me. Yeah. yeah. You lost me. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, anytime you're going through a mental break, you may say or do anything. 
That's true. But you know any what I'm t- like I don't I don't know. I don't know this what this is. is. Definitely trying to ruin his life. Something. Something went left with that. He is I don't know what he's talking about with that. I can't get with that. Right. But Kyrie just posted some shit, didn't even say nothing about it. Right. And what did I do with the black community? Where do we come in at? Because two individuals. Yeah. So So th- some one individual really. Really one. Yeah. Really one kind of went overboard. You really can't because he may be suffering from a brain injury, anything. We don't know. He tripping. So. And then the other one posted a video and there's talk of being the original Jews. Right. And being part of the Jewish community. Right. So I don't understand why there would need to be an apology. For one. And I don't understand why he think he could apologize for the black community. This is what I this was that's what I took offense to. What was who the fuck appointed Van Jones leader of the niggas? Yeah, I don't know. Who appointed Van Jones leader of the black people? I do not consent to this. Maybe it's like the, you know, Dave Chappelle's uh, Saturday Night Live. Meaning when he started off saying I'm not anti Semitic. I don't believe in anti-Semitism, don't support it, condone it, none of that. Right. So kind of just to get that kind of. No. Should we pause and look at the speech? Yeah, because I. All right. So let's pause here and then we'll come right back. Look at it and talk about it. Okay. All right. So we back, you know, that was fast, right? That's what editing does. Yeah. So now that we have kind of review, well, you have the chance to review like um, kind of the speech. How do you feel about it? I feel like he's apologizing on behalf of Kanye. Yay, specifically and what he's talking about. I know he also said he wanted to apologize for his profession. Yes. Which I guess is the media. Okay. The media that he's a part of and, and and a proud part mm-hmm. um, saying that it's a disservice. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess part of, okay. So part of me is like, okay, well I can get what you're saying because yes, you are saying that what he's doing is wrong publicly. I'm going to publicly say that, EA and his antics are wrong. Right. And not a part of what we believe. Right. Now, I think he goes further. A little further than that. Right. And I think that's where it gets lost. Right. Because he was talking about his godmother being a part of SNCC. Right. And the civil rights movement with black and Jewish people. And I feel like. There's always been allies with every single movement. Yeah, no matter what movement. No matter what, there's always been allies. Yeah, so you can't really, like, you can't, you can't use that as, like, see, we've been partners. Right, we've been partners. I don't know. Right. I think we've always had allies. I think we've had allies of every single race. Yeah. I think we've had allies of every single, I don't know, every single religion, but. Different people have right. been allies that are not a part of the community. Definitely. 
So I don't feel like that. You know what I mean? That yeah. connection is. It, you can't use that to say, okay, black people has always had a good relationship with Jews. Right. And I don't know where this is coming from. I mean, I don't know where it is coming from. I know that there were Jewish people that have also wronged black people. Yeah. A, a lot more than allies. So, I don't know if I've said a lot more than allies. So I don't know how many allies we actually have. Right, but... At any point. Come on. But I'm sure they've owned slaves. Yeah. I'm sure they were part of the Jim Crow. Era, yes. Right? So they passed the paper bag test, so they was on the other side. Definitely was white people. Right. So, I mean... I, I, I just can't say that they're are partners the way that he was trying to say that they're partners. Right. I don't know that they're necessarily enemies or anybody to be attacked though. I agree. Like, so, um, I don't think that, yeah, like you said, like they're anybody to be attacked. I just don't think that we're as close as he was cooning. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So come on, man. Like, I mean, I understand that, you know, uh, um, that they're not the complete enemy, but kind of, yeah, y'all on that side. Right, when it comes down to it. When it comes down to it. um, You over there. Yeah, like, you know. Mm -hmm. So. But I don't feel, I feel like we kind of get into these things to where we specifically look at a group and say, no, this group doesn't deserve hatred or no, this group doesn't deserve violence. Nobody does because, I mean, at the end of the day, they people. Right. We're people and it's just a person. I agree. So at the very base of it, as a person, you don't deserve to be treated like this. And let me just say this. Um, A lot of times I feel like with the with the hate that they're talking about, right? Yeah. It's not really hate. Right. Um You could have an observation about somebody. Yeah, and not be on no hating. Right. And it not be like a, a and it, violent or Right. It's not because I'm saying this doesn't mean that I want to harm you. Right. You know what I mean? So I mean, I don't know, like I just feel like everybody's taking this like it's blown out of it's just too much. Some, I mean, I think that's the era that we live in, though. Yeah. Like, you can't really say anything. Yeah, true. About anybody. Or you're being hateful towards that person. Even if it's not a hateful thing to say. Okay. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, just... Like, I feel like people, like, talking to people, they might be hesitant to describe me as a black woman. Yeah, that's what I am. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think you saying that I'm black is hateful. Yeah. But but it's, see, like the thing is and I hate to say this, but um there's black women that if you call them a black woman, it, it it's offensive. Now, let's take this second to switch gears because the princess Oh, oh, oh. Recently, Megan Megan came out. You like that segue? She got kicked out. Right. And she was saying that 
She got kicked out. Wait, hold on. Oh. Like royalty. She's not. She but got go kicked ahead. out? Go ahead. Wow. I don't know if she kicked out, but they chose to leave. So I, I didn't connect her with being a But no, like recently, anymore. she came out and said, like, I have never been treated like a black woman. Right. So she was saying before she went to the UK. Right. Nobody really specifically treated her like a black woman, like because they made it such a big deal about Harry marrying a black woman right. and her being a black woman. You think now she says now I'm treated like a black woman. Right. So this is the sad part. Because she's like, uh, how do you say it? Mixed? Biracial. Okay. All right. That's like, I think that's the politically correct way of saying it. Sure. Biracial. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got to work on my politically correctness stuff. Okay. Do your thing. Good All job. Right. So because she's um, biracial, mm-hmm. a lot of biracial people, mm-hmm. they feel like they have the option to go, no, I'm not just black. I have a white family too. You do. And I, I, I tend to lean towards my white side i mean whatever side you relate with right but i feel like and i kind of go into like this kind of conflict in my head because i feel like you should accept both sides no definitely you should acknowledge that you are both like with her, she's black and she's white. Except, yeah. like, acknowledge both. So, to be fair, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say it like this, but to be fair, mm-hmm. to white people, you always going to be the black girl. Regardless, now, mind you, the way you act may make them forget, Right. Because sometimes I'll be listening to Eminem forgetting he a white dude. But I think she, because she's so fair. What do you mean? Like her skin. Right. That's what I'm so saying. Fair. Like You'll forget. Right. Right. So you'll forget. But overall, this is a black person. Mm-hmm. Right. To white people. You're not all the way white. You know, all the way white. But I don't think you're all the way black either. No, of course not. But you ain't all the way white. Right. So you're in this. So to white of, people, you black if you ain't all the way white. I don't know if that's true. Just like to some black people, if you ain't all the way black, you white. Yeah, but I don't think, I think that's ignorance. I think it depends on, yeah, I think it's ignorance. It's ignorance. Like, but also it depends on. Like which side? But you shouldn't have to pick a side. No, I'm I'm not saying that you should, but it depends on which side you naturally lean towards. I think um, there's other characteristics that come into play aside from your skin tone and your skin color. Like what? Like besides your physical attributes, okay. your personality. Right, that's what I'm saying. And how you behave. Right, so that's why I said uh, it depends on which side you lean towards because usually they're going to, have some effect on your characteristics, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, I don't think, I don't think, and for her to say, okay, I've never been treated like a black woman, mm-hmm. mean means that 
maybe you didn't do a whole lot to to um like I don't know like uh incorporate your blackness or acknowledge your blackness. I think what it comes down to is that she didn't have to. Right, and that's I think that's all that I think she didn't have to. Right. She probably wasn't really questioned too often, right? Because you could put on some makeup and you would think that she's not even. She definitely passed. Yeah. So I don't know what she is. Right. Might not even question it. You right. know what I mean? Right. right. Depending on right. What, however she presents herself. And maybe she was trying to pass this whole time. Maybe. Like not even bringing it up. Right. And, and now. You're around real white people. Right. Real white people. That don't like you. Real white people, though. That don't like you. What do you mean by that? They don't like her. They might not like her, but they real white people, though. Right, and they don't like her. I don't think they like anybody, though. They like Kate. Kate probably is very obedient. Yeah. But, um... Anytime you're this close to... Royalty and power. Royalty. And power. Power. You think they not finna. <laughs> what? Yeah. You is damn near African to them. Need to do a background check and see who this girl is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what did you expect was going to happen? You expected that maybe you could pass. Like you've been doing with your white friends in America. But I think she probably didn't even think about it. Of course not. Like, I don't even think she even thought about it or even knew that there was a difference in the treatment that existed. Right. So you're saying pretty much that um, because she's been like living in the world where like it's not even like a thing. Mm hmm. she didn't know. Racism never like crept upon her mind. Right. That's sad then. Maybe and this it, is why I said that but, maybe you haven't done enough to But maybe it did because, you know, her mom is black. Right. So I don't know how it doesn't creep up in your mind and you have a black mom. Right. And this is why when you say I've never been treated like a black woman. Like, what do you, okay, so first of all, what do you think a black woman gets treated like? That's number one. Well. I just need to know that first, moving forward, right? Hmm. Before you even make a comment like that, I just need to first, you break down, what do you feel like a black woman gets treated like? Right. What's the difference now? And then I need to know. In comparisons, how was they treating you? And mm. then how do you never get treated like a black woman when you have a black mom? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. To make that statement is like, I've never got treated like a black woman. Like, wait a minute. So, like, in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're watching black women get treated wrong going, wait, I don't get treated like that. Or now that she is in that category, 
she's being treated wrong. Right. You know what I mean? But why is it surprising considering the fact that you have a black mom? You understand what I'm saying? Like, if a white person attempts to treat me bad mm-hmm. because of I'm black, because I'm black, I understand that some white people may treat you bad. Mm-hmm. But if you don't believe you're black. But if it's never happened to you. Right. But if it, even if it's never happened, mm-hmm. if you understand racism and how it plays a role in society. Right. You understand that it's not. It's not surprising that it happened. But it very well could be that she was in the. um, I don't know what you would call it. What? The delusion that racism is over. Maybe. But right. Everything. It's we're new aged. We're. Out of Jim Crow, whatever you want to call it. You know right. what I mean? Right. Racism is over. We don't have that anymore. And through her experience. She's experienced that it doesn't happen anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that might be like, not only does she have on the rose-colored glasses, Uh everything is going along with it until... Bam. Slapped in the face, and they weren't about what color skin aren't you about to have. Right. So I think... um, I think we owe... Um, something like this. Um, we need to give um, Paul Mooney his roses. When, because he <laughs> used to talk about people getting a nigga wake up call, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I thought like it was a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A, a, a part of me felt like, yeah, it happens, but for the most part, this is a bit, mm-hmm. right? It's comedy. It's a bit, right? Right. No, no, like. People really is out here getting nigga wake up calls. So when you thought like, hey, you know, maybe it's racism is over and I can pass for white and mm-hmm. I don't get treated like that. Right. And then bam. It happens. Happens. Because no matter who you thought you was, this is real. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. And this is how uh, certain societies operate. Most societies operate. Especially royalty. Especially royalty, especially powerful people. Mm. So um, it was very shocking to me when she came out and said, like, I've like never been treated like a black woman. Yeah. Like, what do white women get treated like? I'm, I'm concerned. Like, okay, so you would equate how you've been treated, like, uh, so you've been treated like a white woman. Or just not a black one. But what is that? Especially if you live in a world where you feel like racism doesn't exist anymore. Everybody should get treated good because racism doesn't exist anymore. And maybe that's what she thought. Maybe she thought she was being treated regular, like a regular person. And then she felt like they were treating her specifically like a black woman. After when she went to the UK because yeah. everybody made such a big deal about it. Okay. That's what she said in the car. So, yeah, man, just to kind of touch on that, like, because um, she definitely. And she'd feel the difference. Yeah. And she got a nigga wake up call. Yeah. And I want to say, welcome back. Pull your chain out. <laughs> she uh, get one, huh? 
Right, for real. <laughs> for real. Um So recently like uh it's been like this thing with T I um where apparently like he like talked about telling on his cousin, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess like they used to boost clothes or whatever, and then you know they got pulled over, and it was a gun in the car, and you know as they going through the, like the the court proceedings, mm-hmm. his cousin like passes away. Um, Before they finish, like right, charging so and all that. His lawyer, um, um, was like, "Hey, man, you know, like we can, we can make all this go away. All you have to do is just say, hey, yeah, it wasn't mine. It was his. Mm-hmm. He did. They can't do nothing to him.' Right. And so Ti said he spoke to his cousin. Um, you know, uh, um, through spirit, I would imagine. Okay. Um, and it's good to say, do what you got to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't tripping. I'm up here partying. Pop got a party in the back. And why you bothering me? Mm. What's he going to do? My thing is this, like. I just think, um, and it's very hard for me to say this, but it's very refreshing at the same time. Okay. Um, these niggas then took this snitching stuff like to a whole nother level. Mm. Come on now. People like snitching is snitching, uh, whether the person is dead or not. No. Don't even the make The whole sense. purpose of not snitching is to not send nobody to jail in your place. All right, don't get in trouble. Don't get somebody else in trouble. In we're pretty much in your place, right? Meaning, like, okay, we do a crime together, right? Mm. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give the police everything we did, right? I'm gonna be their star witness almost, okay? Right? right? I'm gonna give them everything, right? And I would know because I'm a part of it, right? Right? So I'm gonna give them everything that we did and maybe more. Mm. In order to get a lightened sentence or maybe no sentence. Right. right? So, in other words, I don't want to go to jail. Right. So, I'm going to tell them everything that they need to know so that y'all can go to jail. Kind of like what 6ix9ine did. Mm. Right? Right. Well, this is exactly what 6ix9ine did. Right? I see. That's snitching. Right? Or maybe even this. Listen. I get busted and I'm like, listen, I got a whole lot of information on those guys over there. Mm. All right. And I know y'all want those guys over there. Right. So I can tell you everything that I know. I know where they do their business. I know I can tell you everything if I only do this amount of time or maybe no time. Mm. Right. Right. That snitching when you are in when it's in, like you in, your your freedom is in jeopardy, mm-hmm. and in order to release yourself, mm-hmm. you give up other people or information about things in order to maybe um, free yourself a bit and help out the state or the gov or, or the government, right? Okay. 
in order for them to have a solid case. Mm-hmm. Right? And in the process, other people go to jail. They pretty much take your time. Or more. Or more. Right? Right. Now, the reason why people don't want you to snitch is two things. Back in the day, way before I was a sparkle in my daddy's eye. Mm-hmm. Usually, if you my partner and we do a crime together, he's not going to tell because somebody needs to be out here mm. to take care of the family. Right. And then usually that person would. Mm. Right. So let's say I'm with my boy. We both do a crime. He take it or I take it. We don't tell on each other because somebody need to be out here to take care of the families. Right. And usually that person did that. Right. right? So I can understand that. Right? right. Can't you let both of us go to jail? Now both of our families messed up out here. Right. No. Somebody got to be out here. But there's no honor like that anymore. Mm. Or... You didn't do it because you're actually sending somebody else to jail. You're actually working with the people that's trying to take y'all down. You're working with the other side in order to send somebody from your side to jail. Mm -hmm. Which I understand that. Okay. But if a person is dead... Mm-hmm. People are still like, nah, man, that's still snitching. You don't snitch on the dead. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think that's the new rule. What are you t- like? What are you? T- He's dead. Right. He's dead. That's nothing. People are like, nah, man, you just don't work with the police at all. Mm-hmm. No, you don't work with the police to harm somebody else. It's a win-win if the person did. Right. The police get to close the case. Mm-hmm. Right. And nobody goes to jail. Right. And I thought the whole like purpose of the game is to kind of finesse and beat the game. Mm. The best way you can without harming other people. Right. Right. These niggas are saying that. You snitch on somebody dead. Mm. Now, mind you, keep in mind that there's no such thing as the snitch rule. Everybody's telling. Ain't no way all these people in jail and ain't don't don't nobody tell nothing. Mm-mm. We see on first forty eight. Them niggas be telling. Right, every time. I'm talking about for Pepsi. And a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker told you everything. I seen the nigga accidentally tell on himself. <laughs> I seen the nigga accidentally tell on himself. He said, no, that's the one I shot. And then his brother and the police couldn't believe it. Just talking. <laughs> so, I mean, there's no such thing as like, oh, no, I don't snitch. 
you ain't never got 70 years through at you neither. Mm, they might not, though. It's possible. It is some people that, you know. Yeah, have the the rule, the honor, whatever. Yeah, there's some people out there that live by. By code. But it's a lot of people that don't. A whole lot more than niggas with loyalty. Yeah. There's no way like five of y'all gonna go to jail and nobody gonna tell nothing. Right. Just nobody. Right. Somebody taking that. I'm talking about somebody is taking that deal. Mm-hmm. So it's just un, it's, it's, I don't know what what cold niggas is living by. I think that's the problem. It's a fake cold. I don't think I don't even know that it's a fake code. I think that there's a code, but so many people want to play in the game and not follow the code. No, it's not even like so many people want to play in the game and not follow the code. The niggas who's setting up the code is telling. Everybody tells. But I don't think they set up the code. Everybody tells, Mariah. I don't think I've ever seen like at no level of people not telling. At every level, people tell. Mm. No matter if you the boss or you the employer, I'm talking about the lowest level member, you tell. I think it just depends. I think some people have it in them to not tell. Definitely. Definitely. Some people do, and I don't want to like. You know, discredit those people who mm-hmm. actually have the the honor to not. Right. You know what I mean? And you decide to participate. Right. It's just something that come with it. Right. But a, it's a lot of sore losers out here. That's true. On so, every, every level. Every single level. Sore losers. So, I mean, like, don't get caught. I just don't like the fact that people get caught up in this. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I ain't snitching out here. You know what I'm saying? No snitch. And then... Um, them niggas say 63 years. You're like, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Wait a minute. How many? Okay. I mean, because, like, it depends on what they want to know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Changes. Changes quick. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. It's the rest of your life. And mind you, jail is not like regular life. Right. Right? So you could be tough out here and, like, somebody girlfriend in jail. Right. So... Everybody don't have it in them. There's very few people that have it in them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and then it's this like snitching misconception in which like it's this old lady out here snitching. No, bruh, she's a law-abiding citizen. Right. This is what she's supposed to do if she feel like something is going on that can harm her, that's harming the community. Whatever. Right. She's gonna call the police. She's not snitching. She's um participating in society. Right. Like properly. Right. You can only be a snitch as if you participate in the game. Uh. Like that's it. And and people just everything is snitching now. Yeah. What what you snitch? Like, oh come on. It's not snitching. Right. You have people who are law-abiding citizens and pay their taxes, and they expect when they call the police that the police will come and fix whatever problem that they have. Crime. Right. Crime in the area. And so you got to expect people to do that. 
Yeah. If they got a concern about what's going on. Right. They want to go through the avenues to try to prevent it or whatever. Right. I like to think that I'm to the point where if something is going on, Mm -hmm. I will not involve myself. Okay. What does that even mean? What do you mean? I don't know what that means. So, like, if somebody, if I, if I see somebody, like, right now, like, in my car, rumbling through my car. Oh. I'm not going to go out there with a knife or a baseball bat or something or a gun or anything and try to, like, hey, get out of my car. I like to think that you I will, don't, I will you're gonna pick up my cell phone and call the authorities call and the have police. them handle this. I see. I would like to think. Nah, I don't think so. I think so. I don't. I am changing, Mariah. Ooh, look at this. I am making um, progress within my life. Really? Definitely. And I want to continue this process. And in order for me to continue to grow, I may not, I, I, I must not mm-hmm. hinder myself with old Dante things. Mm. Old Dante antics. Yes. So, I will pick up my cell phone Mm -hmm. and call the authorities and say, hello, 911. And that's how I'll handle that. Mm. I like to think. Mm. Maybe. Maybe so. I don't think so. I think you will get some excitement out of it. I don't know. I I just don't. I don't know. So, um. Opportunity. Just to kind of like pivot here. Pivot. Um, Bill Cosby has like some lawsuits in there. Um, yeah, I think people just, you know. Come on. Trying. It's a money grab. I don't know if it's a money grab. Definitely maybe, a money grab. Maybe definitely legit. I mean, considering his history. But. But it's a money grab. I don't know. You can't say you can't prove that he didn't do it. You can't prove that he didn't do it, but I feel like, so now I feel like it's beating a dead horse. It's a money grab. That's why I said it's a money grab. Like, they just want money. I think, but I don't know if that's true. So, I feel like it definitely could have happened, right? Possible. Given his history. Possible. Given what we know he has admitted to. Definitely. Right? Yes. He got out of jail on a technicality. Okay. Right? Even though he admitted that he did it, they couldn't really take the information that they received to, like, convict him. Right. Right? They weren't supposed to use, like, the information. She was in jail, like, from some, like, unconstitutional shit. Right, right. So now there is a lack of justice on some part, right? Right. That you could do this, you could admit that you did this, get convicted. But then they have to let you go because it was unconstitutional. So now you're not even getting the punishment that you deserve. I understand. What what punishment mean? was he going to get? Being in locked up. He wasn't going to get locked up. In the, in the eyes of the people that he's done this to. Right. But he wasn't going to get locked up in the first place. In the eyes of the people that he's done this to. I understand. He went to jail. He was locked up. Okay. I this see was, you. they reached their justice a little bit. You know what I mean? But, At least he's locked up now. Right. But now he's out and nothing is happening. Okay. So listen, 
But I feel like he wasn't going to get locked up in the first place. Right? So, um, he was doing like a deposition for like a lawsuit. Like, a, you know, mm-hmm. for some money. Right. And they was like, go ahead and admit it. And we, you know, we just want to know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, right. I did that shit. And right. like, we knew it. And so, a new, like, DA mm-hmm. comes and they decide to use this information, which they can't use because, right. you know. Um, it's given immunity or whatever. Right. To prosecute him, right? Yeah. So, like, at the beginning of this, mm-hmm. at the beginning of this. I can understand what you're saying. Like, he was locked up, so there was some kind of, like, level of closure for them. Right. Right? Um, But at the beginning of this, those same people didn't even expect him to do any jail time because there was nothing to, you know what I mean? Right, but I think when you... Then, as things develop, and he ends up getting jail time, right, right, getting sentenced to jail, right, and actually being there, they probably was as shocked as we were. Like, what? Well, I think when they decided to prosecute, it was like a, oh, good, right? Okay, you know what I mean? Right, right. Because if someone like initially, if something happens to you, and they're like, no, we're not going to prosecute. I don't know for whatever reason. I don't know if they felt like that. I'm just saying, fifty years. You don't feel like that. Like, you know. I'm just saying. You decide to prosecute. Right. He goes to jail. Goes to jail. Are you like, gets released. There's like. But do you think like the um, the victims was really like, oh, at least my abuser, my rapist, my whatever is in jail? Yeah. No. I don't know how. Okay. Let's have this conversation. Keep it a bean. Let's have this conversation. I may cut it out though, but if I don't, then it'll be good. So, you think it's possible to wait 50 years? Not everybody was 50 years for one, right? Okay. It wasn't 50 years for everybody. True. So I think he done something like oh six. It was something recent enough to be prosecuted for oh six. Right. So it was still within the statute limitations that it was still happening. Now, granted, between that time and fifty years ago, right? There's no telling how many women he's done this to. Never. And you don't know between the time of oh six and he went to jail how many women he's done this to. Right. But then also. You can't say how these women feel of being violated like that. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people that didn't feel anything, right? Uh-huh. 50 years, I'm over it. But 50 years, I could not be over it. And it's a, a traumatizing thing that happened to me. And it has affected my life. And it has life. affected my entire life. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But that's what I think. Right. But I'm just saying, like, just because it's been a long time don't mean that, one, anybody has dealt with it or addressed it. Right. 
and two, like you don't know the effect or impact that this has had on their lives. I agree. I agree. I, th- I think you're completely right. I should have made that statement. But to kind of like comment on like what's going now, what's mm-hmm. going on now. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't know, man. I just is this. Come on. It, like, leave him alone at this point. Like, let's leave him alone. He he old. You don't know how how long he got. I, I don't know that that matters. That man was in jail for like some un, you know, constitutional stuff. I'm pretty sure, like, at that age, being in jail, it's like, come on. At no. the end of your life, you've been Bill Cosby like a a long time. Mm-hmm. And at the end of all of this, you go to jail for something like unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. They played you, right? So, at this point, man, you know, um, I feel like it has to be more about money than anything else. Yeah, I don't know what the lawsuit, like, I don't know about that part. Right. But I do understand, like, wanting to get actual, like, something Right. Like some type of justice in your mind, if that's what this is. Right. But but it very well could be like, I just want to get some money before he die. And now I have the opportunity. Right. Because I wasn't a, able to be a part of whatever other lawsuit or whatever else happened previously. But so we now, do know that people come out and just make up stuff. Yeah, absolutely. In order to try to, like the, like the lady who said... <sighs> Usher. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, come on. Right. And mind you, she had like a whole press conference and it was becoming like a big story. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, leave this man alone. Yeah. And sometimes when you, when the door gets open on you. So mm-hmm. think about this. Usher, squeak clean. Mm-hmm. Right? For the most part. Right? Okay. Especially compared to Bill. Yeah. The door is open on Bill. Yeah. So you think they ain't coming? They coming. Yeah. It's, it's open. This, he a pay just to let it make it go away. Right. So, man, I just, you know, um, and maybe this is just a part of his karma. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at this point, man, come on. I don't know. It's hard to feel sorry for him. Man, if I'm honest. All right. I just... It's hard to feel I'm sorry. I'm tired of hearing about it. Yeah, I'm tired of him. Like, it's the same with, like, OJ, though. Nah. You know what I mean? No, OJ is entertaining. No, I mean, it gets old after a while. Yeah, but, like, you don't, know, like, like, if OJ, put it like this, I think it would get old if, like, somebody else died around OJ and somebody else died around OJ. You know what I mean? I think anything OJ related at this point is like, okay. So, I mean, I just, I'm tired of it, personally. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just hoping, like, just leave that man alone. Let him. Why, though? Because he old. What you want him to do? So? So? Right. He was old in 06. 
I, I, man, I mean, he been old and he's still out here with his Viagra. All right, but all I'm saying is, at this point, what do you want? What do you want from this man? Money. I so I mean that's what they want. They want money. And I guess an apology, I would assume. Oh, apology? <laughs> <laughs> oh, apology, yeah. They're sorry I raped you. Yeah, tell me sorry. Tell me sorry that you raped me. Mhm. And give me some money. And give me some money. That sounds like um a scorned whore. Mm. So I'm 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 just I'm tired of it. Just leave Bill Cosby alone, man. Let him wear sweaters. No. And I know you like this old from a female perspective, you like this old man deserve to burn in hell. I don't I don't even think that. I don't think this old man deserved to burn in hell. I have no opinion on what happens to him or at any rate, but I do feel like if he's done these things to these people and they want some type of something from it, right? Right. right. Whatever that may be, whether you late to the party or not. Right. Get get what you're trying to get. Man, look. If he did it to you, he did it to you. Now right. he gotta deal with the consequence. This right. is the consequence of what he was doing. But I also feel like he may not not necessarily done this to all these people. He it's may just not. that they latching on. Right, and this is so, the consequence of the ones that he did do it to. Now so, you want to be out here doing these nasty things. Now you got to deal with the consequences of what you've done. Fair enough. No, I don't feel sorry for you. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't want him to burn in hell. That's a little intense. Okay. So, um, how do you feel about the income... The transgenders are about to get Eh. in San Francisco. So San Francisco is doing a low income for transgender specifically. And it's not like for everybody. No. Because I'd have been up there like, hey, yeah. (laughs) I think you have to go through like an application and all that stuff to get approved. And it's only like a few people. It's not even like a real impact in my opinion but maybe it's just a test right Uh, right it's like 50 some people huh yeah something low yeah it's not yeah when they first came out i thought it was like yo wait a minute wait a minute yeah they finna give so it's a guaranteed 1200 per month right uh, for low-income transgender residents of San Francisco. Right. So, it's a program that they have to combat poverty, um, specifically in that community. So, there's going to be 55 transgender residents. How do you combat poverty with 55 people? 55 residents, and they are selected to be in the program. And it's every month for up to 18 months. And this is in San Francisco? Yeah. And then they also receive wraparound services such as gender affirming care, gynecological care, and more. Right. But what does it have to do with poverty? The wraparound services? Yes. Um, I think that, yes, I can just give you some money. 
Right. But there's a reason why you're not functioning well enough. And the reason why is they live in San Francisco. Well, it's very expensive. Yeah. But. And low-key $1,200 ain't shit in San Francisco. It's really not. It's not even going to cover rent anywhere. Right. But. Not even like a one-bedroom real quick. But maybe it's just, you know, help them function a little bit better. Figure out life. Okay. Maybe you need to move out of San Francisco if you can't afford to live here. Right. Maybe you need to go live in Sacramento. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Or a different, another other city. Yeah. Not in the Portland Bay Area. Is, uh, maybe Portland is expensive, too. Maybe Portland's expensive, but, you I know. All, I feel like all of that is expensive up there. Well, get off the coast. Right. Get off the coast. Right. And, and it's a little bit cheaper. Gotta go to Montana. Uh, something. But look at your options. But maybe the wraparound services are just, you know, whether it's mental health, treatment that you're needing in order to function a little bit better or life skills right function a little bit better right think about your choices that you're making yeah kind of thing okay so i think that has a lot to do with poverty too i just um i felt like man like what is like twelve hundred dollars yeah i don't know what that's gonna do yeah it's like twelve hundred dollars and it's only like 50 like you said 55 transgender yeah it's not gonna do it's not gonna be um as big of an impact as I would think they want to make. But I know they also have this program for other people. So maybe it's just like a test run. Yeah, other groups. So maybe it's just a test run. Yeah, other groups have this too. And if it goes well, if it gets good response, we can kind of see growth, then maybe they'll expand it. Maybe. Right. I just felt like, yo, how come they can't do that with regular people? Yeah, it's very specific. Very specific. Yeah. But then are people going to lie and say that they're transgender when they're not? Oh, definitely I was going to be one of them. You know what I mean? Real quick for the 1200 real quick. But 1200 I don't know that it's enough. No, nah, it's not enough, but it's free. It's free. It's you a free 12, right? A little free 12 real quick? So Every month? Free? So Come maybe they're now. picking like 55 that the 12 will actually have an impact for. Maybe you just under the poverty line, and right. so the twelve hundred be a nice little right. boost for you. Right, nice little boost. Um, As opposed to you ain't got no job. Also, it may boost the economy in that area. Yeah, maybe. Maybe but people shop online now, so yeah. And it is San Francisco, right? So you just never know. I just didn't understand it. And I don't think personally, mm-hmm. just to be like on the more serious side, I don't think personally twelve hundred is enough to like for people to lie. Right. And I'm pretty sure it'd be like a verification. I don't know how you verify. I don't know how you would verify. But I would can. hope that you attempt to like try to verify. You know what I mean? There ain't no verification. How are you going to verify? I don't know. Because there's so many different right. stages. And then, right. And then you could just. I just became transgender yesterday. Or so. I've been, you know, take a few pictures over the weekend. Yeah. And knowing when you got to do your application. Yeah. So. I guess you're right. Like, I don't know if I would do it though. You know, if, yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't. I actually know that you wouldn't. Um, but I would, I would, I would want to. No, you would. I would want the twelve. I just don't know if um, 
if I would take it that far for the twelve. Me it's not. not. A, it's not enough money. If it was twelve thousand a month. Mm-hmm. Shit. Would you? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I don't know, man. Something about that. This is I don't know, man. I think you're too prideful. Ah man, gonna be walking around here. One hundred and twenty thousand. Okay. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. One hundred twenty thousand is like life changing. Right. So twelve thousand is life changing as well, but one hundred and twenty. It's like come you, on. You put a wig on. Ah. Yeah, I would. One hundred twenty thousand. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I go in that regular like I'm transgender. I used to be a girl. Yeah. Right. I'm telling you, I used to be a girl. Yeah. All they got to do is do some blood draw. Right. So, yeah, man, it's it's very hard to kind of, um, that thought to like wrestle with, but I would hope I go and get the 120. Yeah, maybe. So also in San Francisco, um, you got these robot things. Robocops. They're about to have RoboCops in San Francisco, which is crazy. It's nuts, man. Just the idea behind, like... A RoboCop. Like, just the idea behind, like, it's going to be robots out here being the police. Not only that, but, like, they're meant to be the lethal emergency situation relief. You know what I mean? So, man. I don't know. It's a little scary. I think watching RoboCop as a kid. I don't think it's going to be like that, though. But, you know, like, it went wrong. What, RoboCop? Yeah, like, watching RoboCop as a kid. No, definitely, but. (laughs) And then the robots, you know. Right. Um, But I don't think it's going to be like that. I don't know. I think, um. So in Dallas, uh, with the Dallas shooter, mm-hmm. right? They sent in a robot to like blow him up or something like that, right? Mm. And that's how they kind of dealt with that. And it was like I think that was like the first time they have sent in a robot in regular, like a regular police situation. Yeah, yeah. They sent in a robot to like blow him up, and I think that's what they're gonna be doing. I think that's scary, though. Definitely. And then, like, this is what I'm worried about. What is the laws going to be against beating up this damn robot or something? Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, like, think about, like, you in the crib and a robot creep in and you beat that damn thing with a bat. Is you getting life? Is, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like they do with the dogs. Right. Like, what is going to be? The consequence. Yeah. I don't know. A fucking um, robot come and throw a grenade in your house. Right. Now you mad at the robot. Beat the dog shit at this robot. Yeah. So they are too. Oh, yeah. They're going to be explosive. They could deploy robots. Right. Equipped with explosive charges. Right. To contact, incapacitate, or disorientate. Disorient. Violent, armed, or dangerous suspects. See? When lives are at stake. They're just going to be throwing grenades, pretty much. I don't know. You think it's like a... Like a flashbang kind of thing? No, so... um, 
I know, like I said, they used this with the Dallas shooter that killed like five police officers. Yeah. He was like in a garage, like in a, in a, in a um, you know. Parking garage. Parking garage and something like that. And they didn't know exactly where he was at. Okay. And because it was risky kind of sending more officers in. Yeah. And he's killing officers. Right. Um, They just sent the robot in to blow him up. But how does that work with people like also in the garage, around the garage? Oh, no, they evacuated it. Of course, I mean, like, if it's a person shooting from the garage, you're not going to be in the garage. But also, how do that work when, like, my car is there? Right. Is y'all going to pay for my whip? Or, right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think it's a lot of uh, things to go into it. And I'm pretty sure. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, like, this is the development of it. Right. And as we kind of get into it, ready for it, there'll be different laws and things like that put in place in order to protect the robot, at least. Yeah. Because this is a robot is equipped in this manner would only be used in extreme circumstances right. to save or further prevent loss of innocent lives. Right. So, but I don't know how the robot would differ, differentiate. No, they control the robot. It's not like it's a robot that just run around and then, Oh no, you seen RoboCop. Nah, that's come on now. <laughs> they controlling the robot, right? So it might be like a robot, literally, that they control in, like, in one of them little control rooms. So it's like a remote control yeah. robot. Yeah. They uh, could do stuff, though. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. I don't trust people. you like, how the robot going to differentiate, like, who is who? Yeah, if you send in a robot to explode. No, it's not like a self, like, one of those robots, like, you like... Johnny Five, get him. And he's like, okay. Right. And he run in there and throw a grenade and then not tuck and roll grenade. and get up out of that. Not he throw a grenade, but he just run in there and then not, like, it's not, he it's, blow up. It's not really, a, it's not like a robot, like I robot or nothing like that. Oh, okay. It's like, you know. Um, I think that might be where it's headed, though. Maybe. Maybe. It's, but I know this is not it. At right. least that's not what they were using. This level. Right. Okay. So I accept it. That's something that um, it's going to be kind of weird moving forward. You know what I'm saying? To kind of see out here, you yeah. know, um, they're gonna put the gun down. Right. Right, he don't want to put the gun down. Sending a robot. Right. You know, so. so. But I feel like um, robots are about to take over. Oh, definitely. I like that. That's we in the beginning stages of robots taking over. But also, I think that um, um, maybe we've pivoted because you have this whole, like, metaverse thing coming. So, I I think that we'll be more, um, like, we'll be less involved in the real world more than reality, if that makes sense. Would be more virtual reality. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So you know, um, it's going to be everything in the metaverse you can imagine, like stores and all kind of stuff, right? Um, you're gonna be able to watch movies, and it's gonna be off the chain, right? Mm-hmm. It's already like pretty decent, right? So um, as it gets better and bigger and better, I think um, that's kind of where we're going. 
So there's really no use of really having too many robots in the real world if we're going to be in virtual reality. But I don't think we're always going to be in virtual reality. You, I think it's going to be like entertainment, like TV. Okay. Because the way TV is now, it's everywhere, right? Right. Everybody watches videos. Everybody watches TV. Right. So, I don't know that. But I think it's more so going to take over, like, routine stuff. So, like, the burger making. Okay. You like, know how they have, like, like people the, jobs. the smoothies. Right. Robots. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, you know, uh, we just got to see. I know where it goes. They already got the kiosk. They do. And they got the robot for Jamba. Jamba has robots. Oh, shit. So, so maybe. Yeah. So, um, some of them we got to keep our eye on and see where it goes, you know? We'll see. Um, We're in the future. Let us know what you guys think. How are you feeling about all the topics? Also, how are you feeling about the holidays? Are you guys excited for the holidays coming up? It'll be here soon, before we know it. Yep, before we know it. Uh, Let us know. We have Twitter and Instagram. R-O-A-E underscore podcast on both. And as always, mental health is real. Self-care is important. We'll see y'all next time. Bye.